0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Disney World Vacationer podcast. I'm your host Tiki Lagoon Sam. Today is February 1st, 2023. And today I have my review, trip report, impressions of the Disney 100 celebration at Disneyland. Um, I went there last week, Friday, the uh, January 27th, which was the first day uh, they had that. And there was a Real good reason I went the first day because, first of all, I'm not a first day guy because I like to research. I like to see the reviews of the food. Um, I know that the lines will be crazy and the crowds and all that. But what happened was uh, I was going to go a few days after on Monday because I have the Imagine Key, which is the lowest uh, annual pass, and it's blocked out weekends. But you can go weekdays and Fridays as well. Um, I was going to go on Monday. But what happened is I saw. I double checked the calendar. And the new fireworks show. Wondrous Journeys. They don't do the actual fireworks. In the middle of the week. Um, It's only projections. So, And I wanted to really see this fireworks show. This brand new fireworks show. I love fireworks. So when I saw that. I said, okay, um, I could only see fireworks on Fridays then, Friday nights, since I'm blocked out the weekend. Um, And I didn't want to wait a whole week to go to see the fireworks. So I checked a few days before uh, Friday. There was no park reservations, but I kept checking. I kept kept spamming, refreshing, and uh, finally uh, the Disneyland reservation showed up, so I got it. Now, here's the thing, um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway opened that day, and part of, part of Toontown, um, so that was that, the fireworks, the new uh, World of Color show, World of Color One, um, some new foods and merchandise, so I have a video of my full day on my YouTube, if you want to see it visually. But here are my detailed uh, reviews. So first of all, I woke up at 6.55 a.m. And I'm not an early riser. So that was way too early for me. But I had to because at 7 a.m. I needed to get a virtual queue for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, And luckily I got it. Uh, Right at 7 a.m. I was on the app. Got boarding group uh, 81. So it said around uh, 12.30 in the afternoon. It's estimated I would be called to ride the ride. So that was a good start. I got inside the park at about uh, 9.30 in the morning. So I don't live right next to it. I live about uh, about 35, 40 minutes away and parking and all that. So it took some time. Um, First of all, decorations. Decorations are beautiful. And video doesn't look as good as in person. Uh, the medallions, a lot of people talking about how the medallions don't have much detail and all that. I think it looks pretty nice. Um, I like the medallions. That Mickey statue on Main Street, people say there's a misquote about how it all started by a mouse. Um, not a big deal to me. Uh, I think the statue looks cool. Uh, but the main event for uh, the, the way everything looks, it's the castle the castle more specifically the fountains they added it is so perfect with the fountains it looks like it should have been there from day one it fits so perfectly i love that um the food uh, i didn't try anything particularly new because the only new food specifically that started on that day was just some desserts um not really anything savory um I think there was uh, like a burger in uh, Hungry Bear. I don't want to try that. So I ended up getting uh, my current go-to, which is the beef burrito sandwich at Jolly Holiday, which is awesome, amazing. You can split it between two people. A lot of beef, juicy cheese that's like griddled and grilled onto the toasted sourdough bread with a a consomme dip. So good, so good. Um, So I had that. And the thing is, I knew beforehand that Jolly Holiday, especially a first day of an event, it gets really crazy and busy and it sells out quick. So when I woke up at 7 a.m. and I I got the um, uh, Mickey and Minnie's uh, reservation, I also pre-ordered on the app my lunch. And I picked, uh, I think the time I picked was 12 to 1 o'clock. Mobile ordered that beef burrito sandwich and the new tumbler. They have, a, they have a few different tumblers. This one is a stainless steel Disney 100 tumbler. Uh, the picture looked nice, but I needed to see it in person to see if I really wanted it or not. So I still ordered it on the app and I could cancel it before I pick it up if I changed my mind. <clears throat> and let me tell you, I think it's the most beautiful. Disney 100 merch out of everything I saw in person was this tumbler. It was $28.99. You can't use a annual pass discount on it, but it's so beautiful. It has It's a drawing of Walt, Mickey's on there, the train, uh, Cinderella Castle, Tinkerbell. Bright, beautiful colors. Um, it says Disney 100 on it. It's stainless steel. It's It's beautiful. Well, well worth it. And uh, the lanyard that comes with it, so you can hang it around your neck, <laughs> which I don't. Uh, but the lanyard is really pretty too. So that was, a, that was awesome. I loved getting that. Uh, Jolly Holiday, and sure enough, when you went there, first of all, the mobile order line was huge. And you can see it on my video. It went from all the way from inside Jolly Holiday to the candy palace like it was going all the way just for mobile order pickup when I hit uh, that it was my time and I was ready and I'm here on the app it took about 30 minutes before I got an alert that said my food is ready and then I had to stand in line to pick up the food so it took some time Uh, all in all about 45 minutes (laughs) so but I knew going in on a first day of something like this an event like this uh, it's going to have those types of lines, so I was prepared for it. Uh, one thing I'll say is I am so glad I went day one, and I'm gonna I'm going to consider doing that more often because um, the energy I felt there it reminded me of the same energy of seeing uh, Avengers Endgame in the theaters opening weekend. Everybody's buzzing. It is crowded, but it's a, such a positive energy. So it's so much excitement. Nobody has seen like the new stuff yet, you know. So everybody's experiencing experiencing it for the first time. Everything is a is a is a wow. You know what I mean? Um, and you felt that throughout the whole day. Uh, the energy just so so fun. So going forward, if I get a chance to do stuff like, first day type stuff, I would do it just for getting that type of energy and feeling the crowd and and all that, you know? I met the president of Disneyland, Ken Potrock, which was awesome. Very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. Seemed very genuine, you know? That was really nice. Um, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, I love it in Disney World, um, in Hollywood Studios, and... I also love the Chinese theater that it's in, and the line. It's just so regal, I like classic Hollywood, so I don't mind that. Now I was a little disappointed they closed that ride to put Mickey and Minnie's in there, but I still enjoy Mickey and Minnie's, and I really like that cue. Now from video that I had seen, previews of this version, I, le- I saw just clips of a little bit of the cue, because that, that's what I heard was different. And I was like, eh, it looks all right. I don't really care for all these little Mickey details. Like, it's nice, but it's not regal. It didn't look regal to me like the Disney World queue's version. And boy, was I wrong. When you walk through there, the music of the queue and even Toontown in general, it feels like Hollywood Studios. When you first enter Hollywood Studios, it has a classic. Um, golden age era music of Hollywood and uh, golden classics, you know, it has that. And the architecture of the queue itself, not the details of Mickey stuff, but the architecture itself and the colors, it's like you're walking through a beautiful Hollywood studios architecture. And I really like that. It was like the light, uh, what is it? Turquoise color, rounded edges, just felt like I got the same feeling of when I walked down the Hollywood Studios street, you know, in Disney World. So that was really nice. And I really and the, the details in person are really nice. They are. And you can tell they spent a lot of money on this. So I must say I like this queue better. Now, the ride the ride if you watch the videos the the ride looks almost exactly the same except for like this little long uh like hallway you go down uh that doesn't have much in it in the ride i'll tell you what the real difference is the real difference is the size of the rooms on this one all the rooms felt a little bit smaller um i really felt it in that one of the, what was the second, like the second or third room where uh, you're on the, you see the desert and Mickey and Minnie is like, they're like, they're like riding horses. It felt like it was half the size almost of the room in Disney World. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe there was one less car that fit into the room at the same time versus the Disney World version. I could be wrong about that. But, Uh, yeah, so, so I felt like it was a tad bit smaller, but all in all, like it had the screen effect where you walk into the cartoon, the screen blows up and you walk in the train, the red train, uh, cue after you walk into the screen, that area I really love. It had all that, but every, all the scenes or some of the scenes, most of the scenes felt a little smaller and I like it bigger. I like it grander. I like it bigger. So if I had to choose one version, I would choose a Disney World version, actually. Um, and the queue, I do like the Disneyland version more. But the marquee, the glow of the, of the rides, name Mickey and Minnie on the Chinese theater, classic style with the Chinese theater. I really love that. So it's tough for me. You know, if if I had to choose one version overall, I would still choose the Disney World version because I love the Chinese theater and I love uh, the ride being bigger, feeling the rooms feeling bigger and grander. So but I I'll tell you what, having this ride here in Disneyland, a place that has all these other rides already and Galaxy's Edge and all that, it's just crazy how much Disneyland has, you know so it feels amazing being a local here and having all this stuff you can do in one park but i I will remind you overall i would pick disney world over disneyland because of all the beautiful resorts the the transportation of the boat rides and all the restaurants just so much you do in animal kingdom epcot you know all that but if you go for one park if you can only pick one park one park would be Disneyland. So, uh, Toontown itself, walking into Toontown, first of all, not every, not anyone can just walk in. You have to have the um, virtual queue. You have to be part of it or the uh, fast pass, uh, not fast pass, what do you call it now? Uh, uh, Lightning lane, if you bought that and it's your turn to go on the ride, then you can go into the land walking into the land is beautiful they repainted everything only about half or less than half of it was open but like the the, sun, the the hills the colored hills in the background the backdrop of the land is beautiful and the new grass area so there used to be a Roger Rabbit fountain a lot of people are boohooing that it's gone and I did love that fountain it was beautiful But the grass area that they added to hang out, lay down on, it's exactly, it feels like in Magic Kingdom and Disney World, uh, the grassy area uh, right by the fountains in front of the castle. It feels so good to sit there, lay there, and just hearing the classic Hollywood type music, the fun music of the land while looking at these cartoony buildings Colorful and it's just so relaxing, so nice uh, the grass itself it feels a little spiky, but I think over time, as people sit there and and it, it get break it in, it'll feel a little more comfortable sitting there, especially if you're wearing like shorts or something. It was a little spiky, but just the feeling of it felt like a little mini park, you know sitting there, and it was it was shaded I don't remember if it was from trees there's a few trees um or what it was from or maybe just the position of the sun but what a great great addition uh, i could spend a lot of time on there and, you know as a pass holder having places to hang out cuz it less become it doesn't become about it doesn't it's not for the rides that you keep going back to the theme parks when you're local it's hanging out in theme lands and beautiful places and eating and all that and this adds that to it even more so, so that was really nice, Um, and that's one thing I have a qualm with, with Universal Studios Hollywood, not many places as a pass holder to just hang out and sit down in, Um, now they're turning that around, they just did Super Nintendo World, so that's one place it is wonderful to hang out in, so they're adding more to that, to that park, Um, so that's Toontown. It will be a ride that I would want to go every time I go back to Disneyland and Toontown. Uh, before this, I barely went to Toontown. I love Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like I need to go back to Toontown every trip when it was open. With this, I'm going to be going to Toontown on every trip, even just to hang out on the grass. And that ride would be in the path the, Pantheon of rides where I Really want to do every trip like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Haunted Mansion I don't feel the same about Galaxy's Edge And I've missed going I haven't gone to Galaxy's Edge Many a trips every time I I Visit Uh, And I don't feel like I have to go on Rise of the Resistance even though It is a very technically impressive ride I don't get that urge To go every time but with Mickey and Minnie's, it just makes you feel so happy, and it's it's really nice. I would be compelled to go every trip. Um, so yeah, overall, I'm 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 really surprised at how much I enjoyed Toontown, and the I'm not surprised about the ride because I did enjoy it from Disney World, but I really enjoyed Toontown. Um, let's get to the fireworks, Wondrous Journeys fireworks. I didn't love it. I liked it. I didn't love it. And don't get it mistaken by listening to people that say this is as good as happily ever after Disney World or Disneyland Forever fireworks. No, it's nowhere near as good. This is the Disney enchantment of Disneyland. Now, Disney's enchantment in Disney World, I really enjoy... But it's nowhere near like Happily Ever After or Disneyland Forever. Here's the thing with Disney Enchantment and with the Wondrous Journeys. The the uh, projections, the art on the, sc- on the castle is spectacular. The best of all shows, right? And that's what I really enjoyed about Disney's Enchantment. Now, Disney Enchantment doesn't have that on the buildings in, uh, on Main Street, much. Very little going on on buildings, which I was very disappointed in. This Wondrous Journeys has it all along Main Street. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's not just shapes like uh, like Disneyland uh, Forever had some graphics and some shapes, like King Louis dancing and uh, Step in Time people, you know, jumping up and down shadows. This goes all out on the projections. This is detailed artwork of Snow White drawing uh, water from the well and the whole, um, the whole area, the whole forest drawn on there, Sleeping Beauty's forest, Pocahontas with all the trees and you rise up around over it. You know, it's so beautiful, so much detail. It's an actual, like, artwork throughout, not just shapes, things like that. So that, that was spectacular on the uh, Main Street buildings and on the castle. Now, here's where it falters. And the song, the theme song, Wanderous Journeys, um, is nice. Not as good as Disneyland Forever's and definitely not as good as Happily Ever After's. That one I love the most. Um, and the thing is, it doesn't have the emotional impact that either of those other shows have. It doesn't have Walt, like in Disneyland Forever with the orange groves and Walt's voice and all that. It doesn't have any of that. Um, and Happily Ever After, just the impact of that song. And when it, it, at the end it yells out, you can fly. And then you see Tinkerbell flying across It just tears. That's when the tears start. It doesn't have that. But it's a nice uh, theme song. It is nice. Uh, it, at one point in the show, there's three different songs being sung and kind of yelled out by the singers at the same time. I hate that. It's just like harmonious. There's a lot of yelling, singing, yelling at the same time. This one has like a Moana song while. They're singing, uh, what was the other songs? Like, a, was it a Hercules song? I don't know. Three different Disney songs, which on their own are f- legendary. But when you mix them and you start yelling at the same time, I hate that. I don't like that type. Um, so, and that's one qualm I had with Harmonious. So, that a part of the soundtrack of Wondrous Journeys has that, and I don't like that. Um, but otherwise, very nice. Baymax flying looks awesome. The Blue Fairy uh, flying looks awesome. But here's another issue I have with this fireworks. There is no surprise. Baymax flying is a kind of surprise and is very nice, but it doesn't have that spectacular extra that the other shows that I love have. For example, Disneyland Forever, that had um, the, uh, the during the Under the Sea part, on top of the roofs all along Main Street, these white um, plant-looking balloon-type things would inflate, and then they would shine, uh, like, green colors on them to make it look like you're underwater with these undersea plants. It was stunning to see that. I was like, whoa, how did they do that, you know? And then snow. When Elsa, Anna Elsa, the, the music from Frozen goes, the snow comes. You know, it didn't have any additional things like that, which I was disappointed in. Disneyland Forever really raised the bar with that, you know. Um, so that was a little disappointing. Uh, and as far as comparing it to Disney Enchantment, like I said, it's very similar to Disney Enchantment. Um, Disney Enchantment has bigger fireworks. This one doesn't have as big fireworks. So that's something it has over it. But this is the most spectacular. um, Imagery on the castle. And all along Main Street of any show. That's where it shines. So I'm I'm going to see it again. I'm happy to see it again. Uh, And unlike. The worst show they ever had. Was Mickey's Mixed Magic. I hated that show. Uh, This is. Will be, um, it will, it will be worth watching in the middle of the week without fireworks because the uh projections are so beautiful. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. And I also found out that uh, the Blue Ferry and Baymax still fly on the weekdays when there's no fireworks, so, still, Main Street is a spot to be in. If you can't be in front of the castle, Main Street is the spot to be in. Not Small World, not Rivers of America. So I'll try to be there the whole time. But unlike Disneyland Forever, my favorite spot was anywhere along Main Street because of the plant life on the roofs and the snow. Uh, In front of the castle is really where it's at because it has beautiful projections on the castle and you see Baymax and the Blue Fairy up close along main street there's nothing additional you can't really see baymax and the blue fairy as good um but still the buildings are really nicely animated so it's it's still really nice to see it from there but if you can see it from the castle that's better um so that's wondrous journeys i didn't see world of color one yet i heard it's not as good but i'm still going to see it uh I love the world of color, the original, and the theme song to that really gets you. So it has a lot to live up to, to me. Um, what else? Uh, I did eat uh, the chicken, the Asian chicken salad at Pacific Wharf in California Adventure, and I think that's one of the best things you could eat. Uh, Sweet, the the chicken are are chicken pieces are taste like a little sweetness with the sesame taste to it, easy to bite through, it's a cold salad, but everything's crunchy, it's got fresh cucumber, coleslaw, fresh pieces of sourdough bread from the bakery in there, um, it's really good, one of my go-tos, so that was really good, um, I had the pretzel, what is it, the violet pretzel, that's the new thing, one of the new desserts they have for the 100th anniversary. From refreshment port, that was really good. But here's the thing: it tasted kind of just like a sweet cream cheese pretzel. Just costs more. You didn't really taste the violet, so save your money. Still get a pretzel from refreshment port, but just get the sweet cream cheese one because from there, they it tastes always like they're baking it fresh. They're selling so many; they're ba- they're constantly baking it. If you get it from other places, it might be a little stale. So definitely get it. I get it from there from refreshment port <clears throat> um, what else can I say about it I think that's pretty much it they they did have some recording they ha- they were streaming live Disney was from Main Street I was trying to be in the, <laughs> the camera but it was tough to be in the background for that so I don't think I got I got to um, but yeah here's the thing it's totally worth to go at this time to Disneyland. If you're thinking about going, definitely go. The shows are, like I said, the show is fantastic. The fireworks, is, it is fantastic. just doesn't live up to the Disneyland Forever show. But still a blast. Still one of the best. Uh, Toontown, so beautiful, so nice. Uh, just a wonderful time to go. So I had, I had an amazing time. Um, I can't wait to go back. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So thank you for joining me on this show. Um, next time something uh, worthwhile comes up, either a trip that I take or mm-hmm. might be going back to Super Nintendo World soon, uh, maybe I'll give you uh, my impressions of returning there and how that feels and how it compares to Disney's 100 Celebration. If I do that. So thank you for joining me. Hope you enjoyed this uh, edition of the Disney World Vacationer podcast. And I will see you next time.